welcome to It's Upgrade Season, the only place to get raw and unfiltered advice on how to get your shit together one week at a time. I'm your host, Alexandria, and join me every Monday for The Upgrade and every Friday for The Wind Down, where I'm going to be answering your dilemmas. Small shifts, huge upgrades. Let's fucking do this. Hello and welcome to the Friday wind down and I have a juicy dilemma that I'm going to be answering today for you but before we dive in if you haven't already please go leave us a review on whatever platform you listen to and if you actually send me a screenshot you can dm at me there's an email address in the show notes we are going to be gifting you free access to the design your soul yes life course this is the most easy upgrade you can make this week leave us a cheeky little review let us know what you're loving and we will be giving you access to that life-changing course but let's get into today's episode the question that i received today was what are your favorite tips for managing work and a young baby? And I'm going to answer this from a perspective, obviously, as a mother and having a young baby. But I think there's so many tips in here that are so applicable, whether you are a mom and whether you're quite frankly not. And this is one of the biggest upgrades and realizations that I had when I became a mom, which is moms are fucking amazing people to learn from because they have more limited time. They are balancing and juggling more things and they're still fucking bossing it. I'm like, I want to know how you are doing this. Okay. Do you know what I would do to follow some successful moms around for a day? Like, like that would be incredible for me. Okay. So like, I love this question. I think it's great whether you're a mom or whether you're not, whether you're thinking of becoming a mom, whether you're prepping your business. So let's dive in. So the first thing I'm going to, I'm going to be fucking real support. Stop trying to do everything by yourself. Get support. Now, for some of you, that might be a partner. I know not everyone has a partner in their life and their child's life maybe it's family. If it's not family, maybe it's childcare, maybe it's a nanny, but like, maybe it's not even to do necessarily with the child itself. Maybe it's like someone who's going to do some housekeeping or, um, help you with the cleaning or deliver meals, like whatever it may be. If it's, if it's accessible to you, access as much support as you can, because it is so important to let yourself be supported. Like the mums that you see doing it all are doing it all because they're not fucking doing it all. Okay, you guys, I would get so many messages from people being like, thank you. You're shifting the way I see motherhood. I see you running retreats. I see you running a business. I see you traveling every month and having a baby. And yes, that was true, but also that was only possible to me because I was so well supported. So when I ran that first retreat, when Leah was eight weeks old, I had my mother-in-law in Mykonos. I had her fly out to Mykonos and come stay with us. And do you know what? It was fucking great because we got a family holiday at the same time. I had Jake with me that whole time as well. I had support. We have support. We don't have family around, so we make sure that we have a nanny. She is incredible. She is like family. We have support in the house. I am basically like any levels of support that are accessible to me. I am like, sign me up because the more support I can be, the more energy I have to give to Leo, the more energy I have to give to my business, the more energy I have, quite frankly, to give to myself as well. So where possible, access support. Don't be afraid of accessing support. It doesn't make you less of a mom. And I, I just want to go on a mini rant here, okay? Just because you're not a stay-at-home full-time mom doesn't mean you're not a full-time mom, okay? You cannot outsource being a mom, okay? You can have a nanny, you can have childcare, 
you're going to have your mother-in-law or your parents help with your baby, you are still a full-time mom. The second the second that child needs something, you are there. You never switch off from thinking about them. You are always so aware of them. I hate this idea that if you're like not there all the time, you're not there all the time because you just are, okay? It's not a job that you can switch on and off in the same way you can maybe do with other things. You are just, you're always a mom, okay? So I just wanted to reassure you on that as well today. The second thing is release expectations. And I promise you this is going to get more inspiring, but um, release expectations. I think another thing that creates struggle for mums trying to run businesses and managing work and a baby is putting these unrealistic expectations on ourselves. I'm going to be real. Like I don't get as much done as I used to do. And that is a good thing because I realized I was wasting my vital life force, my time and my fucking energy, which is the most precious resource on things that honestly didn't even matter half the time. Just releasing the expectation that you're going to be working the same way that you used to and instead embracing yourself in this new season, embracing yourself in this new way of working and really seeing the strengths in that, seeing the gifts in that rather than thinking like, oh, like I don't have 12 hours in the day that I used to being like, fucking great. I have a life and I have a business. This is a good thing. I really experienced this with breastfeeding. Um, I chose to breastfeed. It was the most difficult and most wonderful thing I've ever experienced all at the same time. And my day would constantly be cut up by feeding. He was a hungry baby. I mean, he came out at 10 pounds. He was a hungry monkey. So my day was constantly being chopped up by having to stop and breastfeed. And it felt like every time I was getting into something, I'd have to stop and breastfeed. Every time I was getting into something, he needs something and I have to stop. And I realized I got to be frustrated by that or I just got to lean into it and chunk down my work into smaller chunks. So instead of trying to take on a big task, take on a bit of the task at the time and let those chunks compound to completing the whole thing. I realized that this was such a gift because if I let it be, this breastfeeding and stopping to breastfeed all the time was like a mini meditation that I was doing. I was regrounding, I was connecting, I was getting into the frequency of love. I was releasing all these endorphins and feeling amazing, you know? It actually got to me an amazing thing in my day rather than being frustrated and being like, oh, my day's constantly chopped up by this. I was like, okay, this is amazing. I get time with my son constantly. I get to be in this meditation, this deep connection with him. I'd be doing like eye gazing. I'd be saying affirmations to go into my milk. <laughs> I was into it, guys. So just releasing expectation of being who you used to be, but really embracing yourself in this new season of who you are. And as part of that expanding timelines, I think a deadline is fucking great. I think a deadline makes you get shit done. I gave myself deadlines for this podcast because... Otherwise, it was starting to stretch beyond where it was meant to stretch beyond. I jokingly say like stitch yourself up, but like stitch yourself up, give yourself a timeline, give yourself uh, a deadline, sorry, give yourself like a date that something has to be done by because you've committed to something, maybe it's external. Like for this podcast, I had a release party and I was like, well, <laughs> I've got to have a podcast to release by the release party. Otherwise that's going to be awkward as fuck. I roped in friends to come to that release party. I sold tickets to it. I like fully stitched myself up. So I would make sure that I hit that deadline. And originally my plan was to have the podcast released by the end of last year. 
but I wanted to do it in a really incredible way. I wanted to make this something really fucking powerful that really spoke to women in a really powerful way that really, really raised the vibe of your day and like helped you upgrade your life and help you get your shit together and help you upgrade. I allowed myself to expand the timelines on that so that I could go about it in the way that I wanted to go about it. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that at all. With that prioritization, and I actually, I wrote in my notes, fuck the small visions. <laughs> fuck the small visions, okay? There's a couple of reasons why. When you make your vision bigger, the small stuff becomes so much easier. My tip to you is if you're trying to get more done in less time, start focusing on the bigger things rather than the smaller things because the small things will fall into place. The small things will become easier and you will actually go after a bigger vision. And trust me, that vision's got to be fucking big because all of a sudden, like, I don't want to take time away from my son to answer emails. I want to take time away from my son to do things that light me up, things that energize me. So I go back, I'm in a fucking great mood and I've got all this energy and this joy that I can give and, and share with him. Go after big things. And I don't care how unrealistic it sounds, you can make shit happen. You can make that happen. So go big, go unrealistic, scare the shit out of yourself with the size of your vision, okay? And go after that. And I think there's a lot to be said here for as well of that not taking away from you being being a mother, but that creating a blueprint for your child to realize they can be anything, they can do anything, they can create anything. And I think that's so exciting for a child to get to witness, to have their mom as a role model of like, wow, like mom fucking went and got it, you know, and I can go get it too. I can make anything possible. I think we get to really focus on the positive side of that and it really enriching your relationship with your child rather than work being something that takes away from it. And I think you're also showing them that they can have multiple passions, they can have multiple roles, that it's not just one role and one identity that you have to embody. Like you get to embrace your multifaceted nature. You get to embrace these different parts of yourself, these different energies. And that's so normal and that's natural and that's human. I think it actually helps them accept themselves more as well when they can see that happening. So really embracing those big visions, fuck off the small visions, and this helps you prioritize. So this is the point I originally started with, but really prioritize what is important and what is not. Like I had a short, sharp wake up call, how much time I was spending on shit that wasn't important. And I look back and I'm like, what did you do with all your spare time? <laughs> like, what were you doing? Like, how did you not like read a million and one books and like take a thousand and one courses? And I, I did do a lot of those things, but like just really realizing where I wasn't making the most of the time that I had. Now, I'm gonna be real with you here. Like I heard from a lot of mums, oh, you get so good with your time as soon as you have a baby because you don't have a choice. Like I call bullshit when it comes to me. I did not get better with my time and I really struggled to prioritize. For about eight or nine months, I felt like my brain had very limited capacity. I just wanna be honest about that and normalize that in case that's your experience or anyone else's experience as well. Thought I had it together, but I didn't really. I was very good at showing up in, in kind of limited capacities, but when it came to growing my own business, I don't think I really was quite there. And a, a couple of things that I noticed on myself, I'm normally a very quick decision maker. I think it's how I grew my business so quickly. I will make a decision, I will go after it. 
And it's so funny because me and Jake have like an opposite dynamic on this in our life sometimes. It's like if we're like booking accommodation for a holiday, Jake will want to analyze 10 different places. He'll want to have like a fucking Excel document going. I'm like, give me two options and I'll pick in three seconds, okay? Like I'm just very quick with decisions. Postpartum, I could not make a decision to save my fucking life. Like I would go back and forth and back and forth and it, it wasted so much time. And also like it was just where I was at. And I just realized like, okay, if decisions are gonna take me longer, it's gotta be important fucking decisions. And I had to have some chats with myself sometimes because I'd go back and forth on the most basic things. Like I'd be ordering Leo a sleep sack and it would take me like a ridiculous amount of time to pick a sleep sack. This didn't come to me straight away is what I'm trying to share. I didn't get good at prioritizing necessarily straight away. I didn't get really get clear on where I was wasting my time. It was only really when I started to get clearer on this next level vision and I was working with my coach and I was like, right, okay, this is what I wanna create. And more importantly, this is how I wanna feel that it became so obvious what needed to fall away. I'm so obvious what didn't get to stay and so obvious what got to be a priority over everything else. So I think that's a really important thing to talk about. And then the last thing that I would say in terms of this is support you first, your business second. And this is really important, whatever stage of life you're in, you know, like when you are supporting your mind, your body and spirit, you are going to perform so much better at work or in your business. You are going to show up with your cup full and you're going to be giving from overflow and people can feel that shit, you know? And this is whether you work for someone else, you work for your work for yourself, like you will be coming from a place of overflow. And I think we have to get out of this pattern of giving to our business as a primary or giving to our work as a primary and putting the human second. And we have to realize when we put the human first, the business thrives, okay? Your work thrives when you are nurturing yourself. So what does this look like? Like, making sure that you are going for a walk. That's such an easy thing to do with it. I say it's an easy thing to do with a baby. Leo fucking hates the pram. He has always hated the pram, the stroller, my Americans. But he quite likes the light pop. He likes the baby carrier or um, bumps you actually have the most amazing baby carrier. Mums, you need to get on it. But you can take the baby on the walk is my point. Take the baby on a walk with you. Maybe you're throwing in a podcast in that time as well, filling your cup. You're getting some exercise. You're getting some movement. Maybe it looks like if you do get childcare and support, this was a huge block I had to move through. Letting it be okay to use that support and childcare to do something for myself and not for my business. Like making it okay to get back in bed and read a book and have a coffee or have a fucking nap. Doing what you need to do so you can fill your cup because the days that I do that, I am so much more patient and loving and kind and present than on the days I haven't filled up my cup and I've just been a mom and a business owner and I've given, given, given to everyone else except myself. You also have your best ideas when you take a break. Like we all know this, you put your head on the pillow and all these amazing ideas come up. You know, you're in the shower, all these amazing ideas come through because you created spaciousness. But if you don't create any space, how do you expect to have these fucking epic downloads, you know? So creating some space, recognizing that rest can be more productive than working. This has been, again, such a huge realization for me because I would just work myself to the bone. I would be like, cool, I'm out of juice, but I will crack on with some admin or crack on with some emails. Like I would just run my battery until it was dry. And I have really, really shifted that. And what I've realized is if I am feeling frazzled, headachy, like too full, you know that feeling where your brain just feels too full or depleted in any way, 
the most productive thing I can do is close my fucking laptop, stop what I'm doing and go and do something for myself. Go for a walk, go take a nap, go read a book, like go do something that fills me back up because I will come back to that work with a fresh perspective. I will come back to that work and just be so much quicker, okay? Something that could take me an hour when I'm tired might take me like fucking 15 minutes when I'm on fire. But just really taking that time for yourself, putting yourself first, the business second, and actually realizing the business can thrive when you are doing that. And I've been running this almost as like a social experiment for you guys. I have been practicing, okay, what happens if I don't, put my business at the forefront of everything. What happens if I put myself at the forefront? And guys, my business is fucking thriving. Like we're making sales easier than we've ever really made them, okay? People can feel that my cup is full, that we're coming from overflow. And I, instead of running this narrative that it's gonna be like the death of the business, it's actually helping it thrive, okay? So I think you get to realize and, and again, it's like leaning into this as an opportunity rather than something that holds you back or a block. This is such a beautiful time in your life to realize that maybe the ways that you've been doing things aren't the best way that you've been doing them. And old me would be shook hearing that because she thought she had shit down. But it turns up there's always there's always upgrades available. Every season is upgrade season. So I hope that helped. I would love to hear your dilemmas, your questions. Let me know what you want support on. We have the WhatsApp. It's in the show notes. You can also DM me on Instagram. And yeah, let me know what you guys want to hear more about in these wind downs. I'm also happy to answer personal person I don't know why I said that in a really creepy way personal questions I think it's because I got freaked out you sent me creepy questions but I'm happy to answer personal stuff in this episode too as well so drop me a message thank you for joining me have an amazing 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 rest of your day I'm sending you loads of love loads of joy loads of abundance